Walking in the purpose. Walking in our purpose. Walking, 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 in our purpose. We walking in our purpose. Okay. And. Okay. And. A, A, A. Okay. And. Yeah. You know, like giving you flowers while you're still alive. I don't know if you're going to hear that when everybody's sharing all nice and stuff about you. Oh, she was so kind. Oh, my goodness. So you're saying the whole concept of people honoring you as they would at your funeral while yes. you're alive. Yes. And and bringing the person who the living funeral is for, person or peoples. I feel like you can have like a multiple living funeral. Multiple living? Meaning like... You know, you can have like a group living funeral. <gasps> what if you did like a, a a living funeral where there were multiple people and everybody honored the other person within the funeral? So like, maybe it's your that job to honor like me. A very long, tiring. It depends upon how many people are gonna be there. Day. We're not thinking about the death. We're thinking about the life, right? So. Okay, but if you think about it, when people get married or they have any significant event, they love, like, I remember this, and they go down memory lane, and or they put you in the hot seat, wouldn't that be considered, like, in the same line of theory of this living funeral? Kind of. But the living funeral is on purpose to make you think about your life as it relates to your death, and then help, hopefully, help you to live better as a result of more it. purposefully yes you know i always think about randomly i'm recording we talked about know. um so this whole thing came about because she picked up a daily bread everybody mm-hmm. and it had the concept of a living funeral look it up and so she was so intrigued yeah about this living i actually want to do this for my birthday she it's a little weird mm-hmm. i don't know how many people will come I told her I wouldn't, and you didn't tell me that she wouldn't come. Well, I had it in my heart, and wow. <laughs> in the invitation, I'm gonna say if you don't come, you don't love me. It don't come to my real funeral. Yeah, if you don't come to this, don't come to the real one. <laughs> to me, it's just weird, and I get the concept, you know, to live life more purpose, purpose. Come on, help me say it. Purposefully. Thank you. Boy, that was hard. Um, but man. Just, it, it, yeah. It's a concept, man. And to me, it's like the cool, one of the coolest things I've seen. She has the biggest grin. And this is a little creepy. I know, right? <laughs> I don't know why. But like, I feel like. She insisted that we talk about it just, just even a little bit. Yeah, because I want y'all to go look up Living Funeral if you are interested. And maybe see if you have friends that would actually join you. Because apparently I do not. Yes. It's just weird. Oh, I have I have one, I think. You me. literally just said the only person who's going to show up but is I, your sister. Yeah, my sister. But also. Shout out to you, sister. Yeah, shout out. But also, um, I have another friend who I think would do it too well good for you yeah cause that ain't gonna be me ah no it's not you it ain't the friend that's sitting across from me but it's fine (laughs) 
Whoever doesn't want to attend, you can send me a call. Do you really want to see people how they would cry at your funeral? I don't want them to cry. I don't have a fake funeral. What is the whole point? It's to it's to celebrate. I remember when we did this and this. She was a great person. Isn't it a not a mock funeral? No, it sounds funeral. morbid as crap. A mock funeral. Is whenever you make someone think that you actually did, and then you come in. Who that. do that? Where they do they that? They do that on at? TV shows. I seen this. It's not times. real. It's not real. I bet somebody done did. I bet I could look it up. <sighs> Help! Help! So you at a living funeral, you do dinner, dancing, sharing stories, and slideshows are common activities. Often, a person will read their will so that there is no confusion about their estate after they're gone. So a lot of people that do live in funerals are like terminal from what I'm reading, but I'm, I'm not terminal. Um, but in maybe that was Korea, like they make it a practice to do it, and I think that we should do that. You I think we should adopt that as the culture. I think that we should, the culture should adopt that because we give people their flowers while yes. they're here. Yes. What do y'all think? In fact, I'd like to get a response from y'all. Hit us up. It's not empty words. We be checking our box empty, checking our comments. It's so so. Mm-hmm. Um, don't believe us out here all alone on this yeah. island talking to each other. We need to talk back. You need to talk back. Yeah. Have you heard of such a concept? One. And it's something that you would, is it something that you would want to do? Is it something that interests you? Like, and interests my friend here. And yeah. no judgment. I just, you know, it's yeah. different. <laughs> it's different. It's the enthusiasm for me. I know. That I'm is really like taking me off. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, it's an interesting idea versus, oh my gosh, I really wanted this for my I birthday. Think, I would love to do this. That for is birthday. weird. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. One day, y'all, I'm going to have something at my house. No one will know. And then I'm going to say, this Surprise. is my living funeral. All right, we're moving on. I've had enough. <laughs> I've had all that I can take with this. <laughs> you, I gave you five good minutes of this. Thank you. I will say this, though. As I'm looking, as I'm researching, it says, one of the articles, it says, living funerals, the party of a lifetime. We can end there. Yeah, I'm sure it's just a play on words. Okay, so getting into today's topic. We're going off the cuff here. We're going to take it back to how we used to do things in season one. Not that we so completely changed as we season two. Yeah. But a lot of season one was turn on the mic and talk and yeah. just have conversation. And then um, season two is kind of the same too. Yeah. Um. But I really enjoyed that, and it's a conversation that we enjoyed, too. So, we were listening to the song, um, mm-hmm. Lauren Daigle, It's mm-hmm. a Oldie But a Goodie, yes. Once and For All, and the lyrics are so good. If you have one of my favorite songs of hers. It is, mm-hmm. and I wore that song out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it is a song that, in essence, is, it talks about, you know... Um, Andrika, you want to sing it for them? <clears throat> I have to look the lyrics. Yeah, something about Lord, I give you my all today. I found it. Um, once and for all. Lord, let this be where, where I, I die. die. 
my guy would be crucified crucified yeah I don't remember be all the lifted high. Be lifted high as my kingdom's fall. As me, yes, yes. Once and for all. <gasps> well, we make a good team. That's so good. Yeah, as my kingdom's fall. So the name, yeah. this essentially of the song is, Lord, I'm laying down my life to pick up yours. But yeah. the way that it, she just perfectly paints this song, it's like the a whole idea of losing to gain. Yes. Um, and the Bible says, you know, what is it to gain the whole world but to lose your soul? Yeah. And then the opposite of that, wouldn't it be worth it to lose world what you thought your worldly life would look like to pick up a kingdom and heavenly perspective? Yeah. Today we're just going to explore the whole idea of losing to gain and that how that transcends and spill over into all the other areas of life. And we're just, we just want to talk about it because we feel like, you know, in this life, um, there's so many things that you can accumulate memories, people, mm-hmm. stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, as if it doesn't come with a cost. And if it does come with a cost, you know what I mean? Like, we just want to um, just look at it, you know? Yeah. And see what is the greatest. It's almost like a cost assessment. Mm hmm. And seeing if it's worth it. And Jesus invites us to do that same thing. Yes. He said, uh, pick up your cross and follow me, but count the cost. Yeah. And if I, he uses a parable of a builder. Do they not consider what it'll take to build the house before they build? Mm. And so um, if those of you who are considering faith or um, considering going deeper in your faith, yeah. it's not a shameful thing to count the cost. It's not a shameful thing to have doubts as long as you balance it with scripture and you um, ask, you really ask God to speak to you and you may not even know what that looks like. Um, but be patient and just trust that he'll speak to you, whether it's in nature, cause he does that often. Yes. There's so many different ways God speaks and, um, he speaks through his word. He speaks through confirmation to people. Trust me, he wants to talk to you more than you want to hear him talk to you. So, yes. um, yeah, take everything to God is the advice that I would give. All the things, man. All, all of the things. Whew. Yeah. Man. Andrika, could you give an example of a time where... You've had a great gain, but it came with a great loss. It could be friendship. It could be marriage. It could be a job. It could be even trading mindsets, old mindsets for new mindsets, um, or even following Christ. Just what do you think of? Goodness. Um, I don't know. I know that there are things there. Um. Mm-hmm. I had to come back. Yeah, yeah. Cause yeah. like I know, I know, but it's it's it's. It's almost like it's hard to put into words. Into words, yeah. You know, like you had that general feeling. Yeah, and it's hard to translate that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I could probably start us start off with that because I'm I'm thinking of even the journey of healing. Mm. Um, trading mindsets is a real thing. Yeah, like operating out of old mindsets that served you once and then realizing how much of that was influenced influenced by deceptive thoughts and thoughts that were not true yeah and so where it comes in like your identity and what you believed of god or 
what you believe of the world and what you believe of yourself. And the more God has the permission to interrupt all of that and you adopt that way of thinking and you, it, um, it's almost painful because you have to trust him in this adoption of new thought. Yeah. You know, not almost you do. Yeah. Um, like if let's say I was not well in my body, Lord, well in my body, but, and, but the Lord says that I'm well. Yeah. And it didn't look like that. Mm-hmm. It would be hurtful and hard to believe. Not hurtful, but it would be hard to believe you're saying something and I have to trust it. Um, That I am well. Yeah. And when my body is telling me something different, how do you how do you expect me? That wrestling, I think, um, and letting go of um just that belief yeah like it's easier just to accept versus hope because hope can mm. be painful oh, yeah. but it's a great game like mm. i think of like there's a song there's several songs but especially on sunday when they're talking about how sweet it is to trust in you mm-hmm. how sweet it is to trust in you jesus and like i was telling my dad to take you at your word just to take you at your word wow. and for me like to trust him at to trust him, it can be sweet, but it takes a little bit to get to that sweet, if you ask me. Yeah. Like, oh, it's such a struggle to trust mm-hmm. and to choose trust, mm-hmm. like, every moment of every day, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. But how sweet it is when you finally do trust. Like, mm-hmm. then you then you really ain't got no worries because it doesn't really matter what happens. You know that God is good. God's going to take care of it. It's better in his hands than your own. So what you lose is control, but what you gain is your life in his hands. Oh yeah. The one who created it. Yeah. It's a great gain. Yeah. It's a great gain. But the loss is you don't control. Wow. That's good. Yeah. When you said, uh, like, when you that you lose control to gain your life in his hands um that made me think about just anytime i so anytime i am um it can be like obedient to do something that god's called me to do that's like really hard mm-hmm. and sometimes really hard for me it may not be hard for some of you but sometimes really hard for me is sharing something with someone that, you know, whether it's like sharing the gospel or like um, reaching out to somebody I haven't talked to in a long time just to be like, hey, let me try to start this conversation or going to a, a specific place, you know, where God has called me to go, whatever it is. And I have to let go of the control of what I think or what I think someone else may think about me. Mm-hmm. To then gain what God thinks about me and that he's going to be with me in that moment. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, I feel like that that is something for me all the time that is I'm constantly wrestling with is letting go of the control of what I think I should do. Right. You know, like, oh, I think I should do it this way. Um, I think that I should... I'll use I'll use marriage. I think that if I feel like my husband should be doing a certain thing, my way is like, okay, God, I'm going to remind him <laughs> multiple times <laughs> that, hey, I think that you should do this. 
And God's like, no, what you're going to do is you're going to talk to me mm. and let me work on his heart. Right. And let me do, you know, wow. what I only I know to do. And there's a lot of what you feel like lost in that moment because you're like, it's <laughs> you're lacking control. Yes. And then you have to trust. But you're gaining, like, you gain, I have gained even more a deeper relationship with the Lord whenever I do that. Whenever I say, okay, God, I'm going to bring whatever this issue or this thought process or this whatever it is in regards to my husband to you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm going to bring this to you. Versus, like, me being like, babe, hey. Hey, so I'm thinking, why don't you do this? Or why don't you do, you know, and I think about, I've been reading Proverbs and I think about, uh, I think it's, it says it multiple times, but uh, better, better to be on a housetop, corner house than in yeah, a, with a, a nagging wife. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, man, I'm you know. I'm so done that they put that in the Bruh. Proverbs, man. The and then it says, it talks about nag, a nagging wife like three or four times in Proverbs. Yes. Like, oh my gosh, you yes. can stand it. Yes. Like, oh, <laughs> better a dripping faucet than a nagging wife. Like, like what? Gosh. So, I mean. That's like a real life specific example of me being like, okay, I'm losing what I think is control. Yeah. And I'm, but I'm going to gain God's way of doing life Mm -hmm. and God's way of, of being a wife to my husband and being a servant of him. You know what I'm saying? You also get a better picture of, man, that's beautiful because. He's in all those things with yeah. marriage, but because marriage is symbolic of him in the yes. church. Yeah. And so yeah. if you get to see like God doesn't force, he's really gentle. He doesn't yeah. force us to do anything. Yeah. And so you praying that is almost like change his will to my will. Yes. And that's perverted. Like, yeah. like and not, not in that yeah. sense, but yeah. like in a symbolic sense, yeah. like God doesn't, you know, make us you know make us into robots mm-hmm. invites us mm-hmm. really it's in an invitation yeah. to choose his will yeah and so i guess that's you know his way is better it's just hard yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's hard and, and you know it's just hard it is it is but i think it's hard because we want to be in control so much. Yes. That's what makes it hard. Like, if we would really, like, if you think of a child who is, like, they have to depend upon their parents or guardians or whatever for everything. And they're not thinking about where their next meal is coming from because they know where, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. they know they're not thinking about where anything really because they know that it's taken care of. So mm. their life is really easy. Yeah. Right. right. Um, but... A well-taken-care-of child's life is really easy. Well-taken, yeah, that's a good disclaimer. So we are well-taken-care-of children Mm -hmm. who don't realize that we're well-taken-care-of because we want to do it ourselves. That's true. But but even so, like, we could say that we were well-taken-care-of, but still... you you do you remember that point? I don't know if that's just me or if that's in every kid's life where you grow up. There's a certain point where you think your parents yeah. are perfect; they know everything, uh-huh. and then the moment you found out, like, wait a minute, 
they yeah. don't get it right all the time. Yeah. Can I trust this? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. if they told me this and it's wrong, they mm-hmm. let me. I'm, I was on the third grade in a third grade on mm-hmm. the playground where I was literally arguing with my friend, letting her know that my dad was right and her dad was wrong. Mm-hmm. And then came back that my dad was wrong, and then he was a little less of Superman in my mm-hmm. eyes because mm-hmm. he was wrong. Mm-hmm. And so maybe that could be said that that's where the seed was even planted. Mm-hmm. Um, that you know. The one who is leading me can get it wrong. Wow. Oh, that's good. And so I must take control. And then that brings me back to right now the greatest loss and gain that I'm walking through is like I've always took care of me. Like I've always mm-hmm. been my own safe spot. Mm-hmm. And then, God, you were my safe spot. And now you're getting me to do things that um, or operate in ways that I'm uncomfortable in mm-hmm. and that are that. It's revealing those hide those idol of hiding spots. Mm. Like that wasn't it was hiding. It wasn't shielded. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was choosing hiding over being shielded. Mm. And I feel like God is taking me. That's what I'm losing. I'm losing my hiding place for and gaining a shielded place. Wow. If that makes sense. It does. Like I'm not hiding anymore. Yeah. And now I'm so exposed and I'm in front of people and it's just like yo people really see me and like it's a big thing for me for um so one of the big things is like letting people uh, leading people and knowing that I can get it wrong like what I do can mess them up yeah and so I never wanted to be in a position like that yeah but with God's way he's calling me in the forefront and into more leadership roles Mm -hmm. to where everything I say and do and don't do affect someone behind me. Mm. And I got to choose. Like, it's it's it was one of my biggest fears, I guess, because I've seen growing up what um, somebody, somebody who I was in their care and their actions affected me so deeply that I didn't want that for anybody coming up behind me. Mm. And mm-hmm. it's a scary thing that mm-hmm. I could do that to someone not to say that i had a terrible home life yeah you know everybody has their things but it's just the idea that you would call me to do something that i'm terrified to do yeah but i'm only terrified when i'm operating in my own strength oh my gosh revelation it really is revelation Wow. So it's um, it's in the process of rejecting, adopting, rejecting, adopting, losing and gaining, losing and gaining, mm-hmm. all for a greater gain, mm-hmm. which will come out. You know what I mean? The gain, the gain will be way more significant than the loss and mm-hmm. mm-hmm. trading that. So like if like you out there like listening and for us here, what do you have to lose hmm. by choosing God's way? Oh. And what do you gain by choosing God's way? Um, I think it's a question that you should ponder and operate. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, God's always going to have better for you. Like your best days aren't behind. Yeah. You know, or like it won't always be like this. Um, What if you tried life, life healed instead of broken? Yeah. You know. Bro, so there's a scripture. It's uh, Philippians 3, 8. And it says, "This is I think that's Paul. Anyway, Philippians 3. Um, it says, For his sake I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish wow. in order that I may gain Christ. Wow. 
And Paul, dude was accomplished. Yeah. Yeah. Like, man, it's, I, 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 just, I just, I've been on this kick lately. Um, just at this, like, for real, like, Jesus is everything. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Right. Like, he's worth whatever I lose. But that's also a scary pl- a scary thing to say in my mind mm-hmm. or even out loud right now. Right. Um, because it's like, okay, but what what will I lose? And yeah. I think that is that is what the that's when the losing becomes like hard for us where we wanna hold on because really losing to gain is all about letting go and trusting. Yeah. Ultimately, yes. Um, and if we allow ourselves to let go and trust, then we will gain all things that wow. the Lord has for us. Wow. But if we keep thinking that we're going to lose, mm-hmm. then, like, I, I believe you said this earlier, like, lose your life, you'll find, no. Uh, gain the whole world, lose your life. Something like that. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you got to lose to find. Yeah, you, know, you got to um, lose to find, yeah. Um, gain. And. It's just like I think about so many things, little things, big things, you know, where it's like I, even exercising. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Think about that. Like you're losing, um, you might be losing time or right. you might be losing your favorite meals. Your favorite meals. You <laughs> like know what I'm saying? The things you crave. Yes. Yeah. Um, things you crave are killing you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Man. Oh, that's a podcast topic. But anyway, um, Sure is. You're losing these things, but then you start to gain muscle. You start to right. Um, you become stronger. Yes, like you gain more strength. You gain you gain these different things. Your mind, your mental's even better. Yes. Yeah, because you're taking care of your body. You're drinking yes. more water. Yes. Thinking clearly. Yes. Yeah. Skin is clearing up. Like uh, all these different things. Health problems are just fading away. Yes. Yeah. So we you count the cost of the loss. And understand that the loss is temporary. Yeah. For the eternal things that you will gain in Christ. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. whatever it is that we lose in this world. And I know that that may seem like somebody may be listening and be like, but you don't know what I've lost. I don't. I don't. And I don't even pretend to to sit up here and say that losing is easy. Right. You know, it still hurts. It still hurts. Yeah. It still hurts. Um, but what we gain is just is so much greater than what we lose. It just it is. Um, I've seen it time and time again. You know, it, we 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 used this illustration before, but even like the pregnant woman who yes. goes through all the pain. Yeah, and you know, it can be also very traumatic for people for women giving birth. Yes. Um, but when they see the baby, oftentimes you hear them they they would yes. do it again. Yes. and it was worth it. It was worth all the hours of labor yes, and that's what it is sometimes for your healing. It's labor. Yeah. And it's even learning to rest and not fight. Yeah. It's, you know what I mean? It's learning to do the things, your normal operation. And God's like, I want to take this from you. I want to let me fight for you. Yes. I mean, you want God fighting. Yes. For you. (laughs) Like you don't want to be doing it yourself. You throwing like little baby punches. God say one word and it's, done Done. because he can't lie yeah so it's like man you want him fighting for you yeah um but ultimately ultimately the greatest lost and gain 
is choosing to give up your your perceived life the one mm-hmm. you imagined for god and it, you know to put it in perspective we get one life to live yeah. one yeah and god asks you for it yeah not like take you out right now but give me your life and see what i'll do with it yeah you know what i mean like you really i feel like you really got to get to that point okay when you're assessing, should I live for God? Should I not? Mm. You know what I mean? Living for God, I can't do this, this, and that. Yeah. Um, not living for God, I can do all that I want. And um, and then, you know, maybe at the end of my deathbed, ask for God. But the yeah. thing is, oh, God. It's just so much. It's Life is so much more full if you choose him. It is. It's so much better. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can test the waters for both. And you'll you'll see, like, even if you want to go that route, you yeah. know, do you? And on your deathbed, ask God. Yeah. But once you feel that peace and you feel him come rushing in, you you feel like you wasted all those years and all that time where you could have lived it better. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You give up your one life for him. Would yeah. he not pour out everything? The creator of all, the one who created every single thing in all the millions and trillions of galaxies, the one who created it all, will he not pour that back out on you? Your reward is so great and it's hard to see that. But man, why would you not choose life? Mm. Choose life. Yeah, choose life. Because at the end of your life, you, you yeah, you Netflix and chilled and what yeah. what did you gain yeah. from it versus the one who just spent time with him, turned the TV off yeah. and literally God meet me here. Yeah. I want to know you like earnestly. I want to know who you, who is this God? Everyone speaks of mm-hmm. who is it that people die for this God? Who mm-hmm. is it that people literally choose to, you know, like forget like the disciples, they left everything to follow Jesus. Why? Mm-hmm. I want to know why. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, um, that's the greatest game. Yeah. And that's, it's the greatest loss because you only get one life. Yeah. But it's the greatest game because it'll multiply it times eternity. Oh, amen. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Lay it down to get it all. Yes. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Girl, you better drop them, Jim. Girl, I'm just, the Lord is good. And yeah. I think everyone should at least try and consider him. Yeah. Um, him authentically. Yeah. Not through other people's faith. Yeah. Not through the pastor's faith. Yeah. But, like, I want to know you, and I, I know you will speak. Yeah. This is not the Sunday type of relationship yes once a week mm-hmm. is it the one where you cry out when you're in trouble and mm-hmm. he will answer he's faithful yeah um but he's worth more than that mm. way more than mm-hmm. that and i and oh, it's just he's incredible he's good yeah yeah hmm. praise god count the cost my friend count the cost count the cost <laughs> okay and y'all been here we here y'all come back this week (laughs) where where the podcast is real (laughs) we don't pay your bills (laughs)